0: Love Talk Radio. are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil morning show with your host Nadia Khalil good morning everybody and welcome to today's show today is Tuesday the 15th of January we're already into the beginning of the end of the middle of the month and it is so cool that The new year has come and I feel like it was such a long time ago. I'm saying, hey, you know what? The new year is here and people are like thinking new and want to do what they've been thinking of doing this year and planning and all of that. And we're already like two weeks in. It's so cool. And finally, finally, we can talk about love. I really, really, really wanted to talk before about the lack of love and how that affects us, how we are when we're around people who are hurting, when they take it out on us, all of that. Because the only way you can notice love to know when love is not present, when things aren't okay, when trusting our gut. Because love is so Huge, So huge. It sounds, you know, like a little show. Like, what is the job of love? But love has a job. Love has a job. And we have thrown so much expectation on love. We have put so much value on what we're going to get for love that we just completely lost sight of what love does and why it does it, what we need from it, how we need it. Love has been something that we all want. We're not really sure what to do with it. We know it's good, but we don't, we don't know how to put the value on it that makes us feel like we are loved, how love works. One day, there was a a woman that I know, and as I was thinking about her, she does some really manipulative things. Not to me. I don't know her personally. It's what I hear from others about her. And I remember thinking, Wow, that really stinks. Geez, why would she do da 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 And I went into this whole thing in my mind. And then I just said one thing. I said, I am not judge her. And the minute I said, I am not going to judge her, my entire mind and body softened. It was like an instantaneous, great feeling to not feel like I was going to judge her. And then, automatically, I saw her differently. I said, wow, be hard. It must be hard to pull that off. Imagine the need for love. And any time I may have done something that may have made somebody feel like, Well, why isn't she doing what I want? Well one, nobody owns anybody demands in that person's mind. And love is not demanding. Love is the only energy that travels from here to home but I have really good news about love. The other day I was driving from where I live to Pasadena, which is now a good hour away. And I love going to Pasadena because I've lived there for like 33 years. And it's like going home. I know where to shop. I know where my, you know, everything is, and I can get what I need and come back here because I'm still discovering this area. And as I was driving, I was in downtown LA. I remember the moment. It was cloudy out. It was just before seven in the morning. And I'm um, right by all the buildings on this is the freeway that goes through downtown LA is the one ten freeway. And as I was driving, I looked out of my window and I literally saw from like the ground up I saw an energy lift, and it went up, I want to say, I don't know how to measure it, but let's say, you know, maybe four or five feet in the air, literally from the ground up, and it was a new level of love coming into all of our lives. It's present now. I have never, ever seen anything like that to date. It's the first time, and I go, wow! And Christ said, you needed to see that. You needed to see the energy. But it's here, in all that stuff that I needed to talk about. You know, I got so much writing back about narcissism and and you know, opposite mind. But we had to talk about it because awareness of it not only help ourselves, but also the person without judgment, without judgment. Because when judgment is gone, love is allowed to be there. That's why I was saying that I have a lot of love for people who have those characteristics because it's really hard to have them in our world. And most of the time, they don't realize they're hurting themselves because of the blindness. But we are all going to come together where there won't be black and white. Right now, it just has to be apparent because the only way we can begin to heal from anything is to acknowledge love and injured love. Because it's all love. Christ told me that in the beginning. Well, everything is love. It's just injured love or pure love. There's actually no in-between. You're either injured and acting out to try to heal your own injury, which is one way. You get it. You get that, hey, you know what? I was injured and I'm, I'm working on healing and facing myself. We are starting to see it with simplicity because the job of love is working. Love is working. But when I saw that energy come off the ground, because, you know, we're all looking at the sky waiting for something to fall down on our heads. This came from the ground up. And it's never, ever leaving. God has our backs no matter who we are, no matter what doing, no matter what we have done Each in our own ways, whatever it is we came here to do, we are finding the avenues through love. Even the thought I had on that woman, God bless her. God bless her. Because the way she needs to act out is just the way she feels she can survive. May not be pretty for the people around her, but... That's their lesson, too. Lack of judgment. That feeling of releasing judgment when we don't even think it's judgment. When we say, but of course we have to say that. She did this. And now I'm like, yes, she did. Not pretty. I may not like it. But I'm not going to live with judging her. So figure it out. Imagine all of us having that leeway in our minds and in our hearts to ourselves. Instead of calling ourselves I had one person who tells me they would call themselves an idiot. I said, Well, I used to call myself a dork and Christ asked me to stop doing that. I didn't even know what dork meant and I think My daughter looked it up, and I think it wasn't, I I can't remember, but I think it had like, I can't remember. (laughs) Someone has to look it up. It was years ago, and I did stop saying it. But I used to say it all the time, and in a way, it kind of gave me this built-in excuse as to why I might have done the things I've done. Then I learned to own And then I learned to say, hey, you know what? You did the best you could at that time. You didn't know what you know now. And you were looking for something, and you didn't know why you were looking for it. And then when you found it, you realized that wasn't actually what you were looking for. And then you kept on. Having a conversation like that in your head It takes it to when you have a conversation with another person, which we really judge a lot because we think we've taught them better. Of course we've taught them better, and they will get to it one day. Or your spouse or your partner who knows you so well, you think, how could they have done that? They're a human being. That's how they could have done it. But now that we are living in awareness, What injured love looks like, because that's the important thing. What injured love looks like can now take the power of love and cover it with a warm blanket. We don't have to be putting ourselves in a position that's negative or to a disadvantage to us. We don't have to do that to prove we're working in love. All we have to do is feel it towards that person. If somebody wants something from you and you can't give it, you don't want to give it, you don't feel it to give it, just send that person love and ask God, God, can you? kind of give them a path to that or an experience for that. That's how God taught me. That's how Christ has been teaching me, experience after experience after experience. The good news is once I started seeing it that way, I no longer had to put myself in a position of repetition. I know that could I have done it better Could I have been stronger? Could I have come from a position of strength? Did I come in with too much of a position of strength? But just to evaluate myself, like, hey, is there a different way to do this? And sometimes the answer was no, that was the best I could have done. And other times it was like, whoa, big room for improvement. But no matter what there was, as long as it was true, as long as my intentions were pure, the outcome started to look different to me because now it was just one outcome instead of the outcome or my life was going to be over or I was going to be really mad or I was going to try to control it even more later. When your partner does something that you're not really happy about. And you want to get mad. And you want to feel bad. That's because you need to get mad and you need to feel bad. And when you acknowledge that, like, wow, why do I feel so bad about this? And you start to think, well, you know, everybody's always done that to me. And you start thinking like that you want to attack your partner. But if you, I know it sounds funny, but if you accept that about yourself, like, hey, you know what, when people behave in these ways, you no know, matter who it comes from, then you can say, hey, you know what, when that happens, that that actually hurts me. I don't mean it's bad. It just hurts me because of whatever I brought into this relationship. And I want to get over it. So by me talking to you normally about it helps me get over it and be objective. Because what is happening here is Christ said in Origins of Truth, that book, that book, he said we will grow to objective love, objective truth, not my truth, not your truth, not true. Not my love, your love, but objective love. We will and are evolving in our emotional education and our emotional health. We are evolving into people who get that. Like, hey, whether it was me or anyone else, this is how I need to deal with this. This is what happened. Okay, what can we do different? How can we do this again and not hurt each other or hurt you or hurt me? But when you start talking like that, you start to notice without even trying a calm that comes over you. Because what happens when you speak in objectivity, just like I did with that woman, I, I'm I, I thank her for giving me that objective because I thought, I don't even know her. Why do I feel like this? But I was picking up someone else's feelings on top of how I feel about manipulation and all of that. So now we're both gung-ho. And the minute I said, I am not going to judge her, I was no longer able to look at those feelings again and feel them again. Until now, I cannot feel those feelings. I have released or given back the energy to the person and released my own judgments. That was like a heal, heal. It was like a heal squared or a healing squared. Because those situations that we think have nothing to do with us, when we can look at them with a sense of objectivity from the outside, once something comes close to us, we can do that even better because now it's personal. And now you say, you know what? I'm not gonna judge my kid, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask my kid, hey, why, why do you think you needed to do it that way out of all the ways you could have done it? And they will tell you because they will feel the lack of judgment which equals a safe place. Instead of saying, how could you do something like that, saying, were you expecting back from that behavior? What did you want back? Did you want to show the world how hurt you are? Did you want to just have an outlet for your pain? Are you mad at me in any way? What is in another person that you needed so badly that your your life, your existence, your soul, at this point in your life, because in the bigger picture, there's nothing we have to have from each other. And if we think that, we are are dependent. So now we know that about ourselves, like, wow, I have dependency on, on another person. No matter who the person is, but sometimes we think it's a particular person. So again, we are learning objective love, being objective about what love's purpose is. Sometimes, and I know we don't like to think about it, some people aren't in our lives forever because no one can be except for you. Other times, there's people who are in our lives for long periods of time of our life. But like when my mom left and I was with her, I realized, wow, she didn't come with me. And she didn't leave with me. Taught me that. Don't come with anybody and we don't leave with anybody. And everybody here, we deal with, when we deal with love with each other, we keep them forever. And when we deal with pain and hurt, we push them away. It really is that simple. And sometimes we outgrow people. There's people that, why don't I see them anymore? Where did they go? And then they, I, we just I just forget. And it's not because they're good or bad. It's truly because in our world, it got too busy in another direction that didn't include us together. When we think of it that way, as evolution, we don't go. Oh wow, well, they haven't called me. Called them either. So why are you saying they haven't called you? Because sometimes it makes us feel better for our own neglect, and then we realize, hey, wait a minute, it wasn't neglect. We were just not meant to intersect. That's love's job. Love, demanding, is not love. It's not love. We can't boss love around. We can try to boss other things around, but we cannot boss love around. And love doesn't boss us around. Once we understand that love is the most powerful energy resource answer, that we have, how can I do this with love behind it? How can I say this with love behind this? Think about myself with love behind my thoughts. Well, we're going to go back to the energy exchange. Because when you are exchanging energy with love, and love is the most powerful energy we have, And then you realize God is love. Like, oh, wow, that's how God looks at me. The same way I felt when I just stopped that judgment. And I didn't even think of it as judgment. Oh, wow, look at that sneak in. Look at that, how it just showed up at my door. I'm not going to judge her. It turned everything around. It even took me another step to when I talked about her to the person who came to me. When I did that, saying, oh, I'm not judging her because now I'm putting them down for doing so. Now, so I don't want to judge them either, but how does that sound? So all I said was, you know what? must be hard to be her. Imagine they're lashing out at people for different reasons and for different things, and you don't see it, and you don't realize you're alienating yourself and them. That sinks. Can we do to help? And if we do help, will this person understand the help that we're we're doing, or will they just think that they are getting their way? How can we best answer this person where they will grow as opposed to how can we show them their place, put them down, make them feel bad for what they've done? Because then we're not teaching each other. We're hurting each other. And even if we may think we're above that, if we react that way, that's what we are doing. An ego, you know, comes in, it's them get away with that. Well, you're not letting someone get away with something, but you're not jumping in the fire with them. In a way, you're kind of the water to the fire. Because the job of love is an expansive job. It expands all of us into bigger thought. And we're, we're going there. Whether we realize it or not, there is a new kind of energy of love over now. I just saw it come up, and I thought, holy cow, and it's it's coming from under us and growing into us like roots. And it's love. Now, I didn't see anything dark. And, and, and what's happening is we're seeing a lot of crazy right now. It's been around forever. But now, because of technology, we are seeing it everywhere. And we're going, wow, look at what this person's doing. Look at what that person's doing. Look at the president. Look at this. And look at that person. And look at this criminal. And we're all over the place. And we had to talk about it to ad nauseum so that we can see it. We can acknowledge it. We cannot be afraid of it. to cannot be afraid of it. Because that's what makes love more powerful. I could have been scared of that woman. I could have said, wow, holy cow. But instead I'm like, must suck to feel that way. Turned everything around. Turned the energy of everyone who deals with her that I know around. It's like when you do Relationship Wednesday on the show and we're talking about a couple who are having an issue and they're not so sure they even want to stay together. And a lot of it is because they did not speak with love and their expectations got in their way. And the minute they can say that to each other, they're both relieved. Wow, I expected you to take care of me in this way, this way, and this way. And that wasn't fair. And then when you messed up, I got mad at you. And that wasn't fair. I just want to share time with you. I love you. And I know we're both doing our best. And sometimes our best gets in our way because we may not understand each other enough to understand that that's what is happening. When you talk like that, geez, anyone can answer that. But when it's the you did this, and then if you even add the to me, now we're really getting deep into accusations, defensiveness, judgments, and it gets to be mean and ugly. And we don't need to talk that way anymore. We do not need to. We will speak in two languages. And I remember thinking, what are the languages? English is one. What's the second one? I wanted to know. And the two languages is a language based on love and a language based on the lack of love. And that's what has become so clear to us. That's why I wanted to talk about the behaviors for who have the lack of love but don't even know it or... The pain is so deep they cannot even touch it. They will not. They refuse to go back to it. And there are examples of not addressing our pain and our insecurities. But we are all here to teach each other that they have a very viable role in teaching us love, struggling, struggling. With love. And that's the truth. That's growing past the judgment. When someone struggles with love, they're gonna do some pretty crazy things. And until they're on solid footing with love, that crazy stuff's gonna happen. But we are being supported right now and learning to live in love and accept that as part of life instead of something that we find very rare. You guys, I have 10 seconds. I don't know where the show went. I will see you tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.